0: G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz and this is episode seven of the Outback Mine podcast. with us today, a fellow by the name of Hugh Lee. Hugh is a gentleman from Country Victoria or Regional Victoria and Hugh uh, actually was one of my yoga teachers who's got a really tremendous story uh, with regards to his own journey uh, through life but also some trials and tribulations with mental health that I'm sure that a few of you will be able to understand and resonate with and I was really really keen to get Hugh on to, uh, to share his story and I want to try and bring more people um, throughout Australia onto this podcast that have their own lived experience to be able to share that openly and honestly with others, and to be able to sort of help others come forward and talk about their own experiences as well. So, hope you enjoy our conversation. Are you there, Hugh? Yeah. Hi, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, how are you going, mate? Good, mate. Yes, sir. That's way Very good. I'm really, uh, really happy to have you on here. It's only been uh, well, this is episode seven, so it's only very young and. Um, Yep. really honoured and privileged to be able to uh, spend some time with me uh, having a chat about uh, men's health and well-being and uh, and particularly your own journey and, uh, and sort of how life's unfolded to you when you're in your 40 or for you in your 40 years and sort of how you've got to where you are now and you are a yep. really uh, a beautiful man and an inspiration to me so you know I was really um really really uh pleased when you sort of said to me you'd be keen to come on and have a chat mate's co. so I, I think um yeah lots of uh lots of guys and people out there in general would uh you know get a lot of benefit from uh from where you've been and where you are now so mate i'd love you to uh, just give us a snapshot of, of your life from uh a little boy or to all the way through to uh you know where you're experiencing or what you're experiencing at the present time so the floor is yours yep. mate go for it
1: great oh thanks for your kind words uh, Aaron, that's very kind of you. Yeah. So, um, from a little boy, I was born in Malaysia, and we moved to New Zealand when I was seven. Um, and I've been, and I moved to um, Australia uh, twenty years ago. And so, growing up was was pretty challenging. I um, had a really strict religious um, upbringing. Um, parents were super strict, and I had a father who um, had a bit of a temper, so um, I copped a lot of abuse um, verbally. Um, it was pretty tough growing up as a kid, um, and he passed away when I was nineteen. So that I had to a lot to deal with at nineteen years old, and also before that, growing up as a kid. Um, yeah. And then, so after that, um, I went through a lot of deep depression. Like oh, after my father passed away, just just felt really lost, and I felt fell into depression and anxiety as well. And uh, for about a good fifteen years, I'd say, yeah, I was I was in that dark kind of depression, and and I had had suicidal um, thoughts for years. And yeah, I just became really desperate to. Um, to change, to, to, to heal. Mm. Mm. And that's where I discovered yoga um, and meditation. Mm. So you've um, been 35,
0: right? 34, 35 at the time? Or?
1: Yeah, about 35. I'm 45 now. So about, yeah, about... Um, I've been practicing yoga, I'd say... Um, let's see... 19 years?
0: really so that long unreal
1: yeah so 19 years 27 27 years old i came to to meditation um and really i, I was desperate to try anything so um, what, what
0: did it look like before then mate were you on uh, on meditation quite heavily and so forth and uh how were you uh, managing it at the time
1: medication yeah i tried medication for the the depression and uh Mate, it was just like a band-aid, really. Yeah. Like, it didn't really get to the, the root causes of the depression. I and mean, it was just like a, a band-aid that just masked a lot of things. Mm. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, it didn't... I was on medication for about, I'd say, eight, nine months. Not, too, not that long. Mm. Um, and... I went off it because the depression actually got worse. Mm. Yeah, because I I wasn't dealing with the, the issues. I wasn't dealing with the root causes of the, the depression and the trauma that I was that I experienced as a kid. Yes. Yeah. And so I went to a counselor who taught me how to meditate. Mm, great. Yeah, because at the time I was so desperate. I, I didn't wanted to try anything, and. Mm. Um, she gave me some homework, homework with meditation. So she said, go home meditate. Um, Really simple meditation. Yeah, like just following the breath, Mm -hmm. yoga nidra, then come back to her and then talk about how I'm feeling.
0: Mm -hmm. And you followed that pretty well. You didn't feel uh, um, like it was weird or anything like that at the time. You you sort of uh, adopted it pretty easily.
1: Yeah, Um, I was practicing yoga at the time as well. I'm oh, pretty new to yoga, mm. so it didn't feel weird, it, it just felt like I wanted to give it a hundred percent, just mm. for my healing sake. Yes. And well, I'd say it started working, like I started to feel more aware of um, all these thoughts I was having and and what it was doing to me and, and, and a lot of trauma and memories of trauma came up as well. Mm. So that was quite confronting. Yeah, I found it quite confronting um, a few months after I was learning to meditate. Um, but I continued. and I became more and more aware. And, and I still kept seeing the, med- the, the counsellor who taught me meditation, but I also saw a kinesiologist who basically he works you through what you've experienced in your childhood, the tra- childhood traumas, mm-hmm. and then childhood traumas that keep coming up in adulthood. Mm. So I spent a few years working with a kinesiologist to help me to clear a lot of the, the, the trauma that keeps coming up in my adulthood.
0: Mm, tremendous, mate. That uh, that takes a lot of discipline, certainly. With, with what you learned through yoga, I suppose that helped you, mm. you get into meditation and be able to sort of understand the flow of your body uh, and, and your mind, I guess. But um, just before that, like, you know, with your upbringing, yep. you, you had a lot of turbulence being, you know, moving to three countries, um, you know, in an early age early. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I see it quite a bit with people that I speak to. I actually met with a guy today that... Um, that was born in Belgium and he'd moved to you know three or four countries by the age of 10 so um uh, and he's in his 60s now and uh, certainly um you know faces some of the challenges that you 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 addressed quite early so um mm-hmm. you know these sorts of things to have a tremendous up uh you know our upbringing has a tremendous uh, impact on our on our life i guess primarily and um if we're able to recognize that and it's really great to hear you, you know, say that you are still working through that now with someone because uh if we don't sort of continually process things we can get sort of, you know, back into that sort of uh that trap I suppose of feeling low and um being yeah. able to, yeah, sort of uh, you know, continually like be be um able to, to, to move forward, I think uh, you know, a journey because the mind will take us back to that um, that sense of uh security which is you know that feeling of fear or i guess in some ways um that's maybe a default for many of us because we were sort of brought up in that fearful mm-hmm. uh, uncertain setting and um we'll go back to that i think if we we're not aware and, and managing it properly so yeah really uh really really interesting to hear mate yeah. um, so your dad what sort of uh impact did he have on your life with regards to some of the things that he was saying and some of the things that he did and that type of stuff um,
1: well, my br- the older brother, he was kind of like the black sheep in the family, the rebel. Mm. Um, he, he got in trouble with the police and things like that and the law. And so he didn't want me to turn out like that. Mm. So he took the hard line with me. Mm. And so there was a lot of, you know, a lot of discipline, a lot of, um, verbal abuse, you know, he mm. just, just took fear. So he wanted, didn't want me to turn out like my big brother. Mm. so yeah that was that was pretty tough and yeah growing up you just it's just really hard to understand that kind of thing when you you know when you have a father that um, has a really bad temper and you just don't know when he's gonna f- um, mm. yell at you yeah,
0: you know yeah so there was a bit of like labeling name calling all that type of stuff too and, and that would have made you feel really um, Really uneasy, I'd imagine, mate. So um, you yeah, know, it's yeah, it's, yeah,
1: high standards, really high standards. Like, yeah. And looking back on it now, I, I can see where he was getting at. He was trying to protect me, mm. you know, in his way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That, that's right. But uh, you know, a lot of those older school guys that were born in the fifties and sixties—that's really the only way that I, they, they they knew. So a lot of us were, you know. Uh, I suppose uh, we, were, we were a consequence of that, um, that type of behaviour, I guess, uh, that sort of came through through in us uh, that are in our 40s now. Um, it's interesting, Hugh, because you've come from another country and, and that Asian background, you may have also experienced some, some, some uh, bullying and so forth at school uh, and also some, uh, I suppose, some some name calling with regards to, you know, being from somewhere else. Was that part of your life as well when you when you grew up?
1: Uh, funny you mentioned that, yeah, definitely. Um, when I moved to New Zealand when I was seven, I didn't speak a word of English. And, mm. and I was the only Asian kid in, in school, so yeah, you can imagine the name calling and feeling like you're... Um, uh, not not normal yeah, compared to the yeah. other kids
0: foreign absolutely yes
1: yeah. and, and they they can uh, traumatize you throughout your adulthood if, yes. if, if i didn't if i didn't delve with it heal from it yeah so that yeah that that kind of stuff came up also in my healing journey as an adult
0: mm. so you were dealing with it at school and you're also dealing with it uh at home with your father uh so oh, that would have uh, Made you feel tremendous amounts of insecurity. I would have thought if you, you know, you're copying it from both ends. Um, yeah, totally, mate. Yeah, so, totally. Uh, yeah, really, uh, really empathise with 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 you and, and, and that too, mate. Um, and you know, obviously oh, thanks, you, to where you've got now, but, um, certainly, yeah, it's very common. You know, it's it's beautiful that we can have this conversation because. You know i experienced some stuff not like anywhere near what you did but the stuff that um that i experienced stayed with me for a long time as we get older and mm. uh, i just think if we can we can confront it uh, early on and, and you know do what you've done by by self-managing it and being able to uh, get some assistance with it uh, then it makes the journey a lot more uh, more easier i guess so yeah totally mate
1: um i reckon my depression was trying to speak to me. Mm. It's just it trying to tell me to heal that stuff from the past, mm. you know. And the deeper I got into depression, the, the more attention yeah. <laughs> my um, pain body wanted. Yes, so I had to. I had no choice but to address it.
0: Yeah,
1: all those yeah. childhood traumas.
0: That 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 that's true, absolutely. But but that that that's very very uh, uh, topical here because the depression will be teaching something, the anxiety will be teaching something, like getting us to slow down. Um, yeah. You know, the is always trying to teach us something with regards to how it's feeling, but the ego will take over and try and um, mask that or block it out some way, you know? So if we're actually being able to be more intuitive and really listen to what, what we, we're, we're being taught consistently, then I think we can we can really make leaps and bounds into our mental health and our physical health, you know, uh, moving forward. Yeah. Which is, yeah, which has been, that power's been taken away from us.
1: Ah, uh, mate, it's like peeling the onions, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> really. yeah. And so many of us, me included, we spend so much energy and time pushing it down, pushing it away, suppressing mm. all that hurt and pain from the, and the traumas, yeah, yeah, but um, it's only going to get worse if you keep pushing it down and yeah. not,
0: yeah, that's right. express, uh,
1: yeah. not dealing with it. Uh,
0: and and, and that, sorry, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, man.
1: And that's what I see with a lot of guys. You know, I mean, I was born, I grew up in a got um, a macho kind of culture, in New yeah. Zealand, Australia. You know, that mm. men are not supposed to share their feelings or or their emotions. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff, that trauma from the past, can just get buried inside, and it's not healthy. Yeah,
0: locked up, and, and that's it, mate. Uh, you, you do feel like like you're a prisoner in your own body uh, when you um, when you've got these sorts of emotions stirring around. You're unable to release them, um, and mm-hmm. a lot of guys will will release that with anger. Uh, oh. that that anger usually brings consequences you know but the the real root problem is not not being uh observed or or managed
1: oh totally mate my dad's my dad was a living example i mean he had a temper Mm. yeah um yeah quite hurtful
0: when you when you think back about your parents and so forth um I see, I see what happened there with a lot of men and mothers and so forth really with a lot of compassion now because they were, they were circumstance of their parents and their parents were circumstance of their parents and so forth. But mm. you know, by doing what we're doing now, we're actually being able to hopefully break that cycle for future generations. Uh, to, to yeah, I on. hope so. Yeah, yeah. So it's really important to be able to you know, interrupt that and rather than just carry it on, um, yeah. Make, make, some, make some moves to be able to, you know, be more, more aware and be, be conscious of the way we're living rather than sort of unconscious, un, unconscious and suppressing it, I guess.
1: Yeah, mate. Um, I think the meditation, that's where it comes in. Because meditation, it's not about sitting there and just, like, trying to block all your thoughts. Mm. I mean, it's, it's the practice of being self-aware. Of life, of everything,
0: yeah, and
1: yeah. it all starts with self-awareness. Hey, when we're self-aware of our habits, habitual habits, our mental patterns that we have, more aware we can we can change them. Yeah, if they're destructive.
0: That that that's right, and and really, society is trying to lead us into destructive behaviours consistently um yep. you know with all the stimulation out there the, the money that comes along with the stimulation uh and then that stimulation usually leads us into a state of feeling depressed so <laughs> we look to something to uh to, to to climb back up again but we're not actually doing any thing within ourselves to self-regulate and be able to um yeah. you know get our body and mind back into harmony again and this is where meditation is so good because it it's something that's innately within all of us, that sense of peacefulness. We're just going to be able to try and tune into that. And um, yep. I'd like to know a bit more about your practice. How does your practice look now?
1: Um, I meditate one hour every morning mm-hmm. and about 15, 15 minutes before bed to, so I can just um, down regulate. So yeah. that 15 minutes before bed, it's actually two yin poses, yin yoga poses. Yes, which one? For, for those who don't know what yin yoga is, it's um, a restorative type yoga mm-hmm. where you hold the poses for five to ten minutes. And I love doing uh, twisting, mm-hmm. uh, twisting the spine yes. in a gentle way, of course, before going to bed. Just calms down the whole nervous system. Yes. Slows down the mind as well, slows down the thoughts. Yeah, but um, I love my early morning meditation. That's a non-negotiable. Yep. And that what? that really Sorry. helps me to be aware the whole day of you know my emotions, my my thought patterns. Yeah, all starts with self-awareness and and being aware of that 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 you know that cycle he talked about that generation generational cycle and helping us all be aware. That you know, we don't want to get caught up in that that um, destructive generational cycle. Yes. And I, I think meditation will have a huge impact on breaking the cycle. Yeah,
0: yeah. Certainly you, you, your dad could have been able to, to manage a lot of that if he was able to bring a practice like this into his life because it would have helped him calm down and that calmness would yeah. have filled into you um, you were you're, you 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 were made feeling threat by his behaviour towards you, you know. So that really made you tense, um, and, and that, a lot of that tension was stored in your body, I, I guess, primarily. So I'll, I'll talk about your meditation practice. I want you to talk about a bit more about that in a minute. But when you began yoga, did you find that when you were doing a lot of the hip opening postures, that brought out of a lot of, a lot of the trauma? Like it actually released quite a bit of that.
1: Yeah, totally (laughs) I do that Yeah, anything that opens the hips Definitely brings up a lot of trauma That I've um, forgotten Yeah Or buried deep inside the body Mm. Yeah Yeah. Um, That's what we
0: don't understand, do we? Is guys, we don't actually understand That a lot of that that stuff that we take on Gets gets really stored in our cells And it gets stored in our hips And um, when we open that up uh, or we, we, we get that working well and all the emotional stuff can come out and rather than suppress it, it's so good to be able to just have that release.
1: Oh, totally. You Have you heard of cellular memory? That's, that's what it's called, cellular memory. Yes. When the body stores a, the trauma and of yeah. the past.
0: Could you tell the listeners a bit about that?
1: So when we experience trauma in our past, but we haven't healed from it or dealt with it. It just gets stored up in the body. Mm. Like, it's gotta go somewhere, right? Mm. So it gets stored up in the body, and then um, when we go on to say like a yoga a yoga pose, and we open up the body, then chances are it's gonna open up, if the body's ready, it's gonna open up some of the trauma that um, we've experienced and we've, that we've hidden and buried inside have you experienced any of that yourself yeah <laughs> yeah you Absolutely.
0: have as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm good with it now i don't have any uh, any issues but when i first started uh like yoga primarily uh, and the same with fitness like you were you were really suppressing it uh, with, by doing vinyasa and by doing bikram and all that you were sort of really floating the mm-hmm. ego but when you go into yin and you've got to be still and quiet and, and the body starts to know go to the the total opposite of what you've always done and that's when a lot of the emotions come up and I, i've left like classes in in full full tears you know uh Only. not not for not for a long time but uh, certainly back in the early days uh, <laughs> absolutely you know um i i uh i i used to pride myself on my my body being so fit but when i had to be still mm-hmm. that's when all the emotions started to to rise up uh you know and i wasn't as as confident as what I was being still as what I was you know out running or, or yep. still doing a warrior three or something <laughs> you know <laughs> so um so certainly being still was challenging because it's something I've never been able to do I'd never never been taught to be still uh and I don't think a lot of us are we we're, we're so busy yeah. uh from from early primary school all the way through we don't actually uh honor and appreciate the beauty of stillness
1: yeah totally mate um yeah. Was that opportunity for us to heal and you know when that hip stuff came out the trauma there's a mantra that stuck with me for years it's um you've got to feel to heal mm. so it's normal for that stuff to come out you've got to feel it got to feel those you know the emotions Always, mm. well, if you keep running away from them you're never going to heal and i was fortunate enough to have a uh, a mentor when i was doing my yoga teacher training who guided me through all that stuff and he was a male as well so Mm -hmm. it was interesting how i felt comfortable opening up to another male
0: yeah
1: the trauma and the emotions and yeah he made a big impact on my life and my healing who was that You, andrew moneas i don't know if you've met him
0: no no. melbourne
1: Melbourne teacher
0: okay no i haven't haven't come across him um certainly uh you know you that happened to you uh yeah. and, and you're doing that with me now i'm doing that with you uh and, yeah. and other people are listening into this you know sharing the same thing so um this is a you know a real foundation of, of what what we're doing what we're doing to be able to help others to build self-awareness i, I guess and um you and i, I yeah. probably um you know took the traditional path of going to work to work and getting a job and um you know making money that's uh, border stuff but really the whole pleasure of being a human it comes from when you're helping other people and and being able to do that like Andrew did to you um was you know something significant that came out of uh, you know his teachings that actually helped you uh, take responsibility and accountability for your, for your well-being to another level I suppose yeah
1: yeah well wasn't that way when when I, f- I first Dealt with the trauma, like I, I played the victim. You know, I, yeah. I felt sorry for myself. I blamed my parents. Yeah. <laughs> I totally true. didn't take accountability. Yeah. But uh, my mentor opened my eyes and said, like, this is this is stuff you have to deal with. You have to. This is your life. You mm-hmm. can't play the victim for the rest of your life. Yeah. So that that was really empowering. That's when I started to make a commitment to to heal using the tool of meditation and yoga. Mm. And now I'm, uh, I've been teaching yoga for uh, 12 years mm. and love sharing the gifts and tools to others and help in their journey of healing and trauma. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's amazing isn't it Yin, everyone's the same mate. We, um, we, all, uh, we all turn up onto the mat and we, we go through what we need to go through. and. I was saying in yep. the last podcast, to feel that at the end of a class, you just see the pure being of a human. You don't see the ego. You don't see anything. You see a beautiful, still, calm person that's really contained within themselves again. They feel that sense of flow and peace within themselves, which is available to all
1: of us. Oh, totally, mate. That's that's our, supposed to be our natural. Uh, how should I say? And that that's what we should naturally be. Is that
0: yes yeah absolutely it is it's a it's a natural state to become Uh natural state yeah yeah and um you know again with with what i discussed with phil we we talked about everything else in nature being in that in that uh consistently it's only occasionally they'll come out of that but we're in uh, the calm state a small part of our our waking life you know we're not really uh yeah. accessing it as much as what's um what we what we we should be, I suppose, or could be. Um, so you know what you're doing as a teacher is really important to be able to help people um, uh, find stillness and and you know find that natural state of being because it's not uh, being delivered to them, um, you know, through everyday life.
1: Oh, totally. And I'm, I'm really inspired. And when I look back, all that suffering, all that trauma, and that played a purpose, like. Mm. If that didn't happen, if I didn't go through all the pain and suffering and trauma, I don't think I'd be teaching teaching yoga and meditation.
0: Yeah. Same,
1: so. Same here. Yeah. Serve this purpose.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and all the journeys we've been through, good and bad, usually help us to be able to get to a stage where we are living in our own purpose or living in a purpose where we can you know, make a difference. Yeah. I guess and. Um, yeah, that that's available to to us all. You know, if we're prepared and brave enough to be able to to step up and um, you know give ourselves time and space to be able to learn new skills, to be able to you know raise our vibration, our awareness, um, whatever you mm. want to call it, it really helps uh, not only us but it helps everyone around us and, and humanity in general. So um, totally, yeah, we're being distracted from that.
1: I'm um, also interested that a lot of men are actually getting into yoga and meditation. Mm. Yeah, when I, when I first started, I don't know about you, but when I first started yoga, um, what, that was 19 years ago, um, I was the only guy in the class. Yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now, now you get like at least five, uh, three to five men in a, in a class. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so more and more men are starting to... To coming come along on their own accord on their own accord not dragged by their girlfriends as well
0: <laughs> so that's true i think I've, I've spoken to you about some of the work i've done with foot, footy clubs and yep. uh and just you know making them understand that this is a safe environment you know and that they can actually do these things but with, without judgment of anyone else around them and and what that actually yep. did was like make them feel okay i can let go and then their bodies started to open and they, they could perform better on the field and they weren't um they weren't as um tight and sore the next day because they were doing things to prepare the body and, and release the body after it had tension and their minds were more balanced and they found that it is there's, there's a real power in being calm oh
1: great yeah. so they so did they give feedback about the mental benefits as well
0: yeah absolutely mate it's uh it's been tremendous yeah. and um to be able to hear guys that you know are quite um you know we'll use the word macho or quite um you know in the mind quite a bit uh to be able Mm -hmm. to be completely open and honest and vulnerable about how their their experiences are and how it's actually helping them is is absolutely beautiful you know um oh that's awesome it's very leveling and uh to be able to hear people come come uh from a place of the heart and be really humble about what's happening to them um, or what's happened to them It's really, really pleasing. So, you know, for for what you're doing to be able to bring it to more young people's lives so they've got those skills to be able to self-manage as they get older, but it doesn't sort of, uh, you know, just start there. It starts at any age, this stuff, as you know. You know, I've had people in their 70s and 80s coming along that have had tremendous benefits, that have had mental health challenges that this has actually helped them overcome. Um, mm-hmm. and also like a young person that's in high school to be able to settle a nervous system so they can you know uh perform better with their schoolwork, but also be more conscious and aware and you would have experienced that you know multiple times yeah. i imagine uh, with people you've uh, you've had in your room and your class before yeah 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 totally
1: mate um every week <laughs>
0: yeah you see it all the time is there any is there any um like examples of things that have stood out for you with with people that you've um, that you've helped over the years, um, I would say
1: how people are starting to open up and not be afraid to to, to share their emotions and, and you know cry after class or during during a yin yoga pose. You know, mm. people are starting to to deeply heal, and it's really rewarding or fulfilling mm. to see people heal, like, like continue the healing journey in front of you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That,
0: that, that's yeah. it, absolutely. And it can be a week-to-week thing, day-by-day thing. You know, people can be all, all awesome one day or one week, next week they come back, they're really tense and, and anxious. But that's when they need to do this, you know, rather than staying in that yeah. in that state, being able to do it and show up every time. So if they are feeling a bit off balance, how so this can just give them back to a, a nice plane again.
1: Oh, totally. And I find retreats also, people go, tend to go a lot deeper because there's more time and more space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to run retreats um, on weekends and also overseas. Um, overseas. Yeah. And also in Australia, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's when you people have the opportunity to reopen their hearts. Yeah. they have the time, yeah, time yeah. and space.
0: When you when you have uh, you know a few days with people, and you start to to let go, and you you open up, and you start to share, and all of that, that can be a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, my 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 big uh, my big thing is to start doing retreats. too. I really want to start doing that, but also to offer uh, support to people after they've left the retreat. I think there's a huge need. To keep people, um, you know, I suppose um, on a on a on a journey uh, after that, rather than sort of coming and, and going home and then sort of going back to their old ways. So I can actually being able to support them through, so they can uh, have some autonomy and be able to uh, manage themselves you know, better moving forward, for sure. Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, um, like you, like you think, like workshops after retreats.
0: Yeah, like, we are being able to use technology and then get a group back together uh, to be able to, you know, come together with um, uh, with a, a workshop once a month, but also to be able to, you know, continually network and support with them uh, to be able to uh, just give them motivation consistently because I know with yoga teacher training, you know, you go and do your your training, but then you just lose, mm. lose, lose contact and touch with the, the teachers and the other students that were in the in the group. Uh, and I think yep. there's a, there's a big need for, uh, for that, uh, collaboration to be consistent and ongoing and it just helps lift yourself and others up.
1: Yep. Yep. I reckon that'd be fantastic.
0: Yeah. So uh, particularly for guys, I think it's, uh, you know, that, that camaraderie and the companionship of, uh, working in this space, but also being able to, um, uh, continually speak, uh, and, uh, you know, keep, uh, and I and each other just uh, helps keep you motivated and, uh, and supported moving forward. So, you know, there's a, yeah. there's a big opportunity for that, I think, uh, you know, in, in general, for sure, mate.
1: I think in general, yeah, men need more support on a regular basis. Mm. You might yeah. have to start
0: up a men's group down
1: there. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't heard of any men's group down here, so
0: mm. it might, might be a thing could be it could be a, a definite need and you know, talking to phil yesterday there's men's groups but there's ones that you know that that that, that come over, come at it from the wrong place like coming at it from the right place is really important and he's been running these things for 30 years it's just tremendous to be able to get that knowledge and wisdom of what he actually does to you know help guys feel like they're they're valued um you know primarily is is such a important thing and we don't feel like we're valued as guys we 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 go through life we go through school we go into work like you you would have experiences a 19 year old like really not understanding who you are and what your purpose and so forth is and um, once you sort of find that purpose then it's important to have that support mechanism underneath you to keep you you know i suppose in a space of um, content and the ability, ability to be able to thrive from 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 where you are, rather than sort of you know feeling a little bit uh, uh, uncertain from time to time, which can creep into our into our lives.
1: And you think men's group will help because like people can relate to what each other are going through. You think
0: certainly, yeah, uh, be able yeah. To, to be able to you know go to a space and and uh, learn and share with other guys and come from a heart centered. Perspective, rather than too much of the mind, uh, I think, is mm. really, really important. And and you you see that when you take people through yoga postures, what's possible. Uh, once people yeah. you know, move through the body and settle the mind down, they come back to the, the the true sense of self. And um, we don't see that very often in in modern society. We see ego consistently. No. When, when we see someone walking through life in a grounded, peaceful state, we are drawn to them because we actually feel. Uh, something in them that we really know within ourselves uh, to be able to get it together as a group of guys to be able to talk openly and honestly it gives you that sense of real uh, peacefulness contentment um, which you can come from a, a space of complete vulnerability uh, or a place of complete vulnerability where you can get back to yourself and that's where the real healing comes so it's like getting all the trauma out of the body then the body can start mm. to to, to regenerate again but we're not sort of suppressing it we're getting out of the mind but by, by able, by being able to uh, give ourselves space to, to just share really what's going on without fear of judgment or any of those things that you know, kept us trapped or keep us trapped
1: definitely we should see more of that um but it's interesting how there's hardly any men's group
0: yeah yeah there's a few yeah yeah why there's,
1: what there's a few yeah
0: is, is it like but, around, yeah, around yeah, why, why is
1: so? that why is that? There's
0: hardly any these days. W- women <laughs> support each other really well. Uh, guys. There's women's groups. Yes, yeah, there's yeah, heaps of women's yeah, groups. Yeah, guys do it a little bit differently, and um, traditionally it's been the pub, you know, to go get together and sit around and drink. But the men's the men's <laughs> movement in Melbourne is quite quite good. There's quite a few people doing good things down there, uh, and there yeah. is obviously with Phil and Tassie and what he's done in other parts of the country. But with my, my, my vision to be able to, you know, do more with Outback Mind to, to create more of a, a movement around Australia, I really believe um, will help support individuals in various locations that can actually um, step up and, and do things within their own communities and then have support of a wider network. So that's something that I really want to try and um, nourish and nurture, I suppose, moving forward uh and then oh, that'd be that be great well, well people like yourself can come in with the skills you've got to be able to pass in that knowledge to others so they can take that knowledge into their own communities and and you know help the uh the men within those environments to be able to do the things that you're doing and i'm doing to help them mm-hmm. understand themselves a little bit better and, and then be able to sort of spread that more i think that's really important to be able to not just keep your knowledge uh contained within yourself and your own environment to be able to get it out there more and more
1: I reckon we need more of that. Like we could combine meditation within the um, men's circles, men's group and sharing and discussion Yeah. in yeah. a safe space. Yeah.
0: That's right. And with the, yeah. group, I've started a group here and, uh, you know, stillness is going to be a, a big part of that. I'm observing yep. guys that are coming along that have had lots of trauma and they're masking it with drugs and amphetamines and, and drinking and all that type mm. of stuff and, and that comes out with a boisterous approach and a boisterous um, mindset uh, but you know yep. once you, you, you unpack all that and as you say uh, un, unroll the layers of the onion then you get back to the real sense of what's going on underneath and and these are some of the things that I think we can really collaborate um, uh, with each other and share our skills and knowledge to be able to come up with a really foundational approach to, to help guys. Um, to, all throughout the, the the country here to uh, to bring some more um, self awareness to their lives and to be able to be better people within their own communities and within their own families, and then we won't see the you know, the 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 flow on effects of, of of uncertainty and so forth that are happening. You know, quite uh, quite commonly these days. Yeah,
1: totally, mate. Um, it's it's really hard for guys to open up, and I think we want to. See more more guys opening up in the safe space where not necessarily to be fixed, but just to be heard. You mm. know, mm. that's right. And just, yeah, and supported, heard, heard and supported.
0: It's very difficult uh, in a marriage. Uh, you know, if you're in a marriage and you're not able to speak openly and honestly with your wife about stuff, then that can really trap you, Hugh. And um, this is where mm. a lot of the stuff came out for me doing yoga. Like a lot of that 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 sort of feeling of being stuck was coming out when I was holding a body in long postures for periods of time, you know? So a lot of the, mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 fear and the anger would come out, but it would come out through tears. And, yep. uh, and that, that emotional release was really what helped me move forward and to be able to help, you know, guys in general understand that, I think it's really important to say, look, it's okay for this to happen. Don't, uh, yep. don't just, uh, let it, let it be sort of suppressed. Like actually, if you do feel an emotional charge for this to occur, then allow it to happen because it's actually doing you a lot of good.
1: Yeah. And help, help them to feel safe and supported without judgment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and going back to your own story, mate, you would not have felt safe for a long time, you know, with, uh, with, with that, 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 that sort of, Mindset that your father gave you, you would not have been able to feel vulnerable or uh, or a sense of security, be able to release a lot of uh, a lot of the things that were going on uh, within yourself.
1: Yeah, a lot of suppressing, mate. A lot of mm. um, um, a lot of holding back from mm. opening my heart. Yeah, and yeah, and talking about it. Yeah. yeah, and I had coping mechanisms like yeah, drinking alcohol. Drug abuse, you know, the usual, mm, mm. usual stuff to cope, to push the stuff back. And,
0: yeah,
1: and you don't uh, really yeah. use
0: any of that anymore. Like that's all been a uh, like not. It's not a major influence in your life anymore. Any of those behaviours?
1: No, I don't, I don't. No, no more of that. No. Um, yeah, it, I'm living pretty. Uh, I'd say pretty clean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great. yeah,
0: And you are feeling really content within yourself without having to go back to that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, mm, good. Yeah, the the alcohol and drugs only just clouded the mind, and now I feel a lot clearer mm, mm, and amazing. content. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's amazing once you do uh, start to heal. the The mind can do some wonderful things with regards to thanking you uh, and clearing up, but the body just starts to work more functionally, you don't have the stiffness and the soreness and the aches and pains and all those sorts of things, but the depression and the anxiety, yeah. which are signs, as you said, aren't popping up as much as what they once did.
1: Yeah, well, I still suffer from anxiety yeah. once in a while, mm. but I'm really grateful I've got the tools of meditation and yoga to, to cope and manage it. Yeah. Um, I don't have just long depression bouts anymore. Mm. So that's that's um, about ten, I think 10, 11 years of no depression episodes. I'm mm, mm, Yeah, yeah. It's but really um, amazing, I'm managing too. the I'm managing the anxiety with the daily meditation. That's helping so much. Yeah.
0: with uh, with a lot of the uncertainty that's going on now, anxiety will, will no doubt come in. Uh, with you know, you, you have interruptions because of uh, what's happening with the coronavirus, so that's affecting your yeah. income and all those sorts of things, and that will bring anxiety because you can't pay uh, your your bills or whatever. So that, that that's certainly to totally. expected. But once you once you sort of come to the realization that there's nothing you can do, uh, uh to give that energy uh, at the moment just to let things be, then all of a sudden things will start to turn around uh, if you're able to, you know, just give yourself time to not participate in that sort of tense feeling, of, which basically is anxiety, and giving those emotions a lot of energy, which aren't probably going to help uh, in the long long run anyways.
1: Uh, make it my practice. <laughs> yes. Make the stresses of life my practice and how I and how observe, how I react, and... It's a good reminder. You reminded me a couple of days ago to focus on what you can control, and that's the mind. Mm. Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. That's right. Exactly. Yes, you can, and and you can be swept away in 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 all the things that you 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 mentioned that your yoga teacher training was cancelled. And I said, look, you know, there's not much you can do about it, so don't pay attention to it. Just let things happen as they will, and I'm sure you'll be able to run those workshops and everything again. So, but it's. It's our old our old way to to you know get tense when something doesn't uh, doesn't happen the way that we uh, we would like and things are, are taken out of our, our capability so uh, it's a really good um, a good lesson for us to all uh, learn and understand that that uh, uh, that attachment can source cause suffering you know, when we're attached to something and an outcome we, we can actually suffer when it gets taken away so I just sort of have the ability now to be able to sort of let things be as they will be and then uh, usually you don't get drawn into those sorts of behaviours which you know can take you away from your real self, I suppose, yeah?
1: Yeah, well, I try to use my meditation in life, you know, apply it to life. You know, in meditation you focus on your breath Yeah. to be present. The breath is to remind you to come back and, and so life, pause and come back and be present. Like, yes. Yes. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, and the past is gone. So meditation is, yeah, keep coming back to the present moment and accepting that what's happening in the present moment. That's my practice at the moment with coping with regards to, you know, COVID, all this, everything that's going on in the world.
0: And you have uh, you have moments in meditation where you are in that complete complete union you know that complete stillness of everything around you flowing really beautifully uh that can only last a few moments or it could last a minute or two and then the mind will kick back in and you'll start to think of, you know, the past or the future, which is uh, <laughs> yeah. like what it does. But, uh, you know, yeah, just it's not easy.
1: I never said meditation is easy and applying it to life. <laughs> yes, that, that's right. It's a constant yeah. practice. It is, constant absolutely.
0: Practice. It's like anything. It's like golf, mate. If you weren't practicing golf consistently, you wouldn't keep your handicap. So it's yeah. very similar to meditation. If you want to keep your mind neutral, you need to be able to do it regularly so you can... Um, yep. maintain a level, I suppose, so to speak. So it's, it's really important uh, to be able to to find what works for you and then, you know, day by day, be able to work on it and, and hone it and keep it, um, keep it simple, I suppose, without complicating things too much.
1: Yeah, just keep coming back to the present moment. I think the biggest issue people have is accepting what's happening in the present moment, like mm. with lockdowns and with COVID rules. Um, I mean... Is only so much you can do, Maybe you can control.
0: Every day when yeah. you get up, mate, you get to experience a day you've never experienced before. So yeah. if you can actually like approach that with some curiosity to see the way things will unfold without too much expect, expect expectation, then that expectation oh. can lead you to feelings of uncertainty, in which can take you into depression and anxiety. But if you can actually move into a day like you were when you were a little boy uh, with some joy and excitement then all of a sudden you'll start to see things that you haven't seen previously it's it's it sounds easy uh, but it's, uh, yeah. it's it's harder than um, <laughs> than what's uh, the what we uh, what we know because we have been dominated by our thoughts so much over the years so it's, uh, it's an interesting one but yeah to be able to like start your day off with a, a practice of grounds you i think is so important
1: yeah it helps you to to, to come back and in the present moment and, and start fresh again you can start fresh at any time in the day. You just maybe use the breath as your tool. Mm. Start fresh, come back into the present moment.
0: That's yeah, right. Whenever I get caught up. It's go okay, So
1: okay. whenever I get caught up in you know, the dialogue playing the victim you know come back. Come back to the present moment.
0: Spot meditations so spot meditation so to be able to get out of what's going on just to be able to come back to the present by just breathing and being still and that could only be a minute it could be five minutes whatever it may be just to get yourself back to that neutrality again it's really important oh
1: totally that's my practice at the moment every day Mm.
0: (laughs) good good way to live mate well mate uh, i'm very very grateful for you uh for joining uh, me to have this conversation you've really given me a lot of insight into you know what you've been through and to where you are now and I'm sure lots of people out there will will get much benefit from your conversation uh, with me uh, but also I'd like to be able to help people connect with you so how can they get hold of you if uh, if they want to touch base
1: um, I can check out my website We've got my email address on there so website is Breath. Ofheart.com.au. So breath of so heart. Breath of, one word. Breath, yep, breath of heart. In one word. AU and I've got my contact details on there.
0: Cool, and it's got some good information about yoga
1: and meditation on there as well. Yep, it's all on there. good mate. Yep. yep cool. Feel free to yeah, catch and get in touch. Uh, thank you so much, Aaron, for the opportunity to share. For me to share.
0: Yeah, no, very, uh, very, very help, happy to be able to provide the platform and have you come along and uh, and share your wisdom with everyone out there, mate. So this is uh, this is podcast number seven. I reckon we'll get you back on later to have another chat about some stuff and uh, and see how twenty twenty ones unfolded for you. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of good things ahead for Hugh Lee. There's no worries about that.
1: Awesome, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks, mate. Okay,
0: take. It. There you go, guys. Uh, Hugh is a very interesting man, and I'm sure a lot of you would be able to understand yourselves in Hugh's story with regards to the way he was brought up, uh, a lot of those judgments and expectations and so forth, which can trap a lot of us, uh, and a lot of us stay in that uh, for most of our lives. So Hugh's a living example it's, uh, the, the of someone that's been able to move through that, you know, really courageously and be able to find himself in a position now where he's helping lots of other people and also in a sense of peace within himself. So a uh, good, uh, good guy to be able to connect with um, if you want to touch base uh, base with you, breathofheart.com.au. Uh, lots of uh, good insight into uh, yoga, meditation, and just life in general. Thanks for joining me, guys. Really appreciate you spending uh, time listening in. If you want to touch base with me, support it at backmind.com.au or the uh, or the website is www ourbackmind.com.au and social media Aaron Schultz yoga if you want to jump on and uh, have a look at the yoga stuff that's uh, happening around uh, where I am at the moment also some online classes appreciate you being here guys thanks very much cheers